34 to 34 to 16 last night. The Roosters over the Brisbane Broncos. Tonight, Melbourne are a dollar eleven against the Gold Coast Titans, six dollars fifty. Seventeen and a half is the line there. Seventeen and a half. Manly a dollar seventy seven. Parramatta two dollars five. One and a half. Skinny line. Power the plus. Uh, good game this one tonight. Manly and Parramatta, a couple of pretty desperate sides when you're talking top four and top eight ambitions at Brookie. Uh, Jake Trebojevic this week indicated just all sweet after the seven stood down. Jake himself, he, he yeah, he's a footy person through <laughs> through and through. He, he would, you could imagine Jake. Jake what, they don't they don't want to play footy. Uh, well, we're playing the Roosters. We're trying to make the top eight. Like, yeah. That would, be, would have yeah. been Jake. Yeah, he'd just been like, we love this. this is it. What did you hear his comment, Jared? He said he said. In their life, God is number one. In my life, footy's, footy's number, number one. one. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good line. It was just such. A, it was just so Jake. Anyone that knows him, that was just so Jake. Yeah. yeah. And and if anyone could bring a group together after something like that, it'd be him. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's a huge game. Huge game tonight. And I just cannot get a handle on Parramatta Blocker. Like I tipped him at the start of the year to win the comp. It might have been a bit ambitious. And then two weeks ago, I was ready to say they could almost miss the top eight. And then they come out last week and. I know Nathan Cleary got sent off, but they were well on top of Penrith at, at that stage. Mm. I can't get a handle on him, Block. I mean, it's going to be worse now that he's he's the general. Moses isn't playing. I just wonder about a broken finger. Like I don't know, if it was semi-final time. Would he have played? Would well, he have got a needle in it? Got it wrapped up, and away you go. But I don't know. It's a long time out, you know, with a broken finger. Well, I think Brad Arthur said he'd come back a little bit earlier than forecast, and might only be a couple of weeks. Yeah. So yeah. they need him back. Who who will you be tipping in this block? Who do you tip in this game? Uh, Manly Para. Uh, I tip Manly. I tip Para. Yeah. Cheats. Yeah, it's a tight game, isn't it? That's going to be a good one tonight. Uh, now the Sticky Wings Multi, Big Sports Breakfast Multi, is uh, extremely popular this morning. What have you got, fellas, for us? So we've got a three-legger. Adam, go for it. You've done the racing part. Yeah, Randwick Race 5, number 2, Equation to run top four. And then Randwick Race 6, number 1, Maotai to place. And Blocker, could it block bet? Yeah, block bet. Canberra Raiders to beat the Panthers at a sellout ground down there. Oh, gee. They're outsiders. $2.40 outsiders. Block says they're winning off tipped them as well. The Raiders this week. What about you? Nine Adam? bucks. Don't do this to me. <laughs> Come on, mate. You can't sit on the fence. You're with my, the big boys now. My tips officially published in the Sydney Morning Herald block, I think, have Penrith there. But I, I do think it'll be a very close game. If they've got Is that win, okay? If yeah, that's great. That's fantastic. Everyone's got an opinion. Anyway, we're united on the multi front. <laughs> yeah. We are. Yeah, we for are. The sake Nine of bucks, the too. Did you mention that? Nine bucks. It pays nine bucks. Nine bucks. Uh, there was just a text here about Montefilia. One of our listeners wanted to know as well, Adam. I'll just try and find it here in regards to what she's going to be doing. Uh, I can't see it at the moment, but I'll... Have you, have you heard any news with Montefilia? Yeah. She might be doing this Shout out to David Payne this morning, Jared. She's probably going to kick off in the Chelmsford Stakes at Renwick yeah. over the mile, and then she'll be on a, a Caulfield Cup, Melbourne Cup path later in the spring. So I wouldn't expect to see her in the Wink Stakes in a couple of weeks' time. I think that David's going to wait for the, for the Chelmsford Stakes as a kickoff point. Okay. Sean from Penrith, yeah, sending that inquiry through. Good on you, Sean. Uh, now, running a trade business isn't all sunshine and rainbows. It's full of spreadsheets and paperwork. Boring. That's why you should use Fergus Job Management Software, the smarter way for tradies to make every job successful. Let Fergus make your life easier. Save hundreds of hours on admin, get paid faster and make every job profitable so you can focus on all the things you started a business for. Fergus, tradies swear by it. For more information, go to fergus.com. Now, 
Joining us is a Commonwealth Games gold medalist in the Rugby 7 side. And, uh, well, they lost to New Zealand in the final back at the Gold Coast in 2018 and had a disappointing Olympic campaign in Tokyo last year. But they're back on top, the Aussie women's seven side. And joining us is Dom Detoy. Dom, morning to you. Morning. How are you? Thanks so much for having me. Great to have you on the show. And congratulations for winning the gold medal, getting past those Kiwis in the semi-final in particular. Uh, obviously disappointing last year at the Olympics especially. Considering that and what happened in the Gold Coast four years ago, describe the satisfaction you had by winning on this occasion. Yeah, as you said, we, we went down to them at the Gold Coast and then obviously after last year, I think, I think I don't know if, if anybody watched the semi-final, but when we when we beat New Zealand after that Huda, those celebrations, I think it was so much elation and excitement, but also relief. I think we had had, we've had a really good campaign this year. We've come off the back of a World Series um, gold medal into this Commonwealth Games gold medal now. So, yeah, it was it was an incredible moment, incredible feeling and something that we've certainly worked very hard for. And, yeah, the Olympics wasn't what we what we had hoped, but probably was the kick up the bum that we needed. Just disappointing it was the Olympics. But it's been a very good um, reality check, I suppose, for us. And we've gone, gone away, worked really hard. And, yeah, it's paying off this season. It's been awesome for us. Dom, uh, to beat the arch rivals New Zealand, now that's a that's a big win for you guys, and I saw the celebrations after it. How hard is it to regroup for the final when you when you played against Fiji? Yeah, well, uh, we lost to Fiji in the round game, which was the morning of the semi final. So I think having having had that loss, we it wasn't too hard for us to regroup, knowing knowing that we'd lost to Fiji and that they were they were going to come come out firing, I suppose, and. There's, there's a team that really feeds off um, success and scoring a few tries like that. So I think for us, we knew that knew that we'd gone down to them. So it wasn't too difficult to come back the next day. We'd had a whole day. Our final was Sunday night at, I think, 8.30. So we had a whole day of nothing. So there's plenty of adrenaline plenty of adrenaline running through our blood. And, mm. yeah, we, we, we knew that the form, performance against Fiji in the round games was very below... Um, below par so we knew that if we'd played played our game that we were going to be able to come out on top and yeah it was awesome to put three tries on them early um gave us a lot of confidence in that final yeah so I'm fascinated by the, your program obviously is, is as it started the, the Commonwealth Games you know as a, a overall program what happens when you win a gold medal like are you allowed to party in the village for a couple of days what what happens after the, in, the, in the immediate sort of 24 to 48 hours afterwards yeah it was actually it was a well, in 24 hours, we were in and out. I think this was largely due to COVID. Usually would stay in the village and get to celebrate and celebrate with other athletes and go and watch them and support the wider Australian team. But this time, we actually had to leave the day after we finished Sunday night and we were out um, out Monday night. We did get to celebrate in the village with, with our team, which was really nice. Um, but, yeah, we were out the next day. So we do have a few days off now, which we can enjoy as a team and celebrate before we head back to training Tuesday because we've still got a World Cup in four or five weeks. So not too much celebrations um, just yet. But, yeah, it was it was nice to be able to celebrate as a team. Small little celebration before we left. We're speaking with Commonwealth Games gold medalists with the Aussie women's seven side, Dom Detoy. And, Dom, so many of the girls have options now. The NRLW, the AFLW. Why are you confident you can keep the squad and head towards Paris together when I'm sure that quite a few of your teammates will have offers to go elsewhere? Yeah, no, you're very right. It's awesome that there is offers for other 
um, other sports for female athletes. But I think what really sets us apart is, is the Olympics. It's the only only sport, only um, ball sport, I should say, football sport, that um, is part of a wider multi-sport competition such as the Olympics and Com Games. And also it's global. Um, rugby league and AFL, you play within Australia and the national competition is probably the pinnacle of that. Whereas if we're traveling around the world, we're going to different countries, eight, six, six to eight stops around the world, competing in the Olympics. And we're full-time as well, full-time professional athletes, which are very fortunate um, to be able to do that. So I think that's what sets the part. And I, I would hope that that would um, be enough for girls to want to stick around and go to Paris, which I know our group, our core group, definitely will. We're all very much driven to get that gold medal in Paris after the disappointment of last year. Maddie Levi, 20 years of age, 10 tries. <laughs> Describe her impact, Dom. Yeah, she's incredible. She came onto the scene just last year and she's she's really accelerated really quickly. She's an awesome teammate. She's very willing to learn and she's just an incredible athlete. Like She's just so strong and powerful. You get the ball in her hands and you know she's going to beat one, one, two defenders. So it's incredible to ever have her on the team and she obviously came over from AFL and saw the light in Rugby Sevens. Um, but she's, yeah, an incredible athlete. And it's really exciting for the future of our game, having her in our team. And Charlotte Kaslick, uh, I'm sure you're probably biased, but is she the best sevens player in the world? Yeah, I, I think she is. If you've ever watched her, she's an incredible athlete. She has the ability to turn a game around um, at any point, and she's she's very, very driven. And we're very fortunate to have her on our team, and she lifts us all at training and, and on the field and has very high standards that drives our team, which is which is awesome. Now, I've got to ask you this because when I was uh, looking through, you know, some notes for our interview this morning. Preparation, Jared. Were you really on Neighbours? I was. <laughs> my claim to fame. I always used to want to be an actress. And then Sevens came along and I pursued that. And I was very fortunate that I got to I actually play myself. It was in an episode promoting female sport, women in sport, and I got to play Dom DeToy, the Sevens player. It was a very, very short cameo, maybe about. 30 seconds to a minute, but it was pretty cool. It was the highlight of my my um, my sevens career. I am going to do acting. So did you get, did you... Have How you did you go? Yeah, how did you go? Um, look, I didn't get a call back. I did. I, just, <laughs> I ended up saying if I ever need someone, but I never heard back. Brutal industry, isn't it? Uh, have you managed to watch the Neighbours finale yet? I know you were away, you probably. I actually haven't. I haven't yet. Mm. I'm very sad. That was going to be my... My road into Hollywood was made. <laughs> well, it's worked well for quite a few. You know what, guys? Does Lowe's ads count as. I did some of my best stuff there as Sergeant Schultz. I know that. Are they on YouTube? We're going to have to find oh, I think those. They, I think they would. Uh, Dom, once again, huge congratulations. You're a gold medalist at the Com Games. Uh, I hope you get some time to go and enjoy it, and uh, we'll track your progress towards Paris in a couple of years' time. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. Queensland Raceway comes alive on Stan Sport tomorrow with the sights and sounds of Speed Series, where Australia's best drivers will battle it out for supremacy. Bathurst 1000 winners Shane Van Gisberg and David Reynolds and Garth Tander will star in the GT World Challenge Australia, featuring a star-studded lineup of high-performance cars. Catch the massive 30-car field of muscle cars in Trans Am as Chevrolet, Ford and Dodge duel to decide who's the best of the V8 brutes. Then see the headline act, the super cheap auto TCR Australia, 
where Tony D'Alberto fights to keep his title challenge on course with a pack of hungry drivers chasing him. Don't miss a second of it with all the action streaming ad-free, live and on-demand on Stan Sport from 11am Eastern tomorrow. Start your free trial today at stan.com.au forward slash sport. Blocker, you have a concern or issue, please raise it. I have a concern and mainly a lot of the things in my concern always hover around food. I went out uh, went out for dinner with some friends the other day, and you know why are people in so much of a hurry to clean your plates up after you've <laughs> finished? Right now, what I'm going to say is, there's always one particular person in a group that speaks a lot more than the others. Mm. Right? There's always someone mm. who's the dominant talker, and generally their plate is still half full. Plenty there, and ours is well. Everyone else's is finished. Now they come up to clean up the table, and they start taking away the plates. When the person who's doing most of the talking hasn't finished yet, that really gets on my goat. Because fair grunt, I think it, I think it's rude. I I think it's rude. You should be waiting. Why? And mate, I, I mentioned this before about cafes, and I w- I want to get them in the choker hole when they bring over the bill, and I mightn't be finished. Why do they bring the bill to me so quickly? And it's the same in restaurants now. They're all in a hurry. What is the hurry? When can you just sit back and enjoy? your dinner, and let everyone finish, and then we'll all be happy. Do, do you know why they do it, Block? Why? And not that I get out much these days because I've got young kids. But oh. you know when you book for dinner? Yes. They have two two sittings. Sittings. It's all yes. about turnover. It's all about turnover. So if you book yeah. for 6 o'clock, you need to be out by 8 o'clock. Why can't you sit there and just enjoy it for as long as you like? That's right. There's nothing worse than getting ushered out of places when you're sitting down enjoying the ambience, the food, the company. I hate being shushed out of places. Mm. Get out. Get Turn up. Over Hurry one. up. Customer service too, unfortunately. Well, mate, I'll block. give them a bigger tip if they let me sit there for a bit longer. <laughs> you won't have to worry about the second sitting. Yeah. Have you ever thought about when you walk into a restaurant and give the waiter a tip before you even order, just so they know they're going to come back to you and oh, look, you af- look after you? Oh, you greasing the palm. Yes, yes. Ah. Smart. Mm. You think Does about anyone that, have the foresight to do it though? Just a five or ten dollars yeah. or something yeah, like just that, something. and they they mm. and immediately if you want something for the rest of the day or the night, make sure you look after there. us. They're yeah, back right. there. No, it's like good. when like it. a glassy at the pub comes and picks up your beer, and you've got just a little bit left, and they've just picked it up and taken it, assuming yeah. you're done. I haven't finished with that yet. Yeah, yeah. That's that's that, that's blow up material. Mate, that's that that, that is that's fighting material. That one. That's mm. car park material. <laughs> well, on the subject of food, actually, Elijah Whittington, the Aussie swimmer, won the 400 free, the 4x200 freestyle relay, bronze and the 200-meter freestyle. Uh, he says since competing, he's demolished seven or eight pizzas in two days. What? Ate a whole big tub of Ben and Jerry's while watching one episode of SpongeBob SquarePants. That's his thing, watching SpongeBob SquarePants. How old is this bloke? Uh, I'm guessing he's in his 20s. And uh, yeah, he says it calms him down, gets him ready to compete. But since then, as he would, if you if you win gold medals at Commonwealth Games as a swimmer, you are going and eating whatever you want for at least a week. Well, that's sure. fine. But what about the SpongeBob SquarePants? That's, what's, that's what's his with that? thing. That's weird. Anyway, he looks after himself. He's fit. He yep. goes and eat that stuff. But I don't get the TV show. Nah, I don't understand that one either. Uh, so we've got a big weekend of the NRL with round 21 with, what, four or so games to go. Uh, Block, you're heading Sunshine Coastway for Fox League. Is that I right? I am. I'm going up to do the Rabbitohs. Okay. Rabbitohs home game, taking it up there. I love it when these teams take the, the games of the country. Mate, the, the people in the country, you wouldn't believe. Have you been to any of the games at Mudgee and all that sort of stuff? Uh, the, the amount of pride that they take in their ground, but not only that, 
in having people and showing their hospitality in their in their city mm. or in their little country area mm. is is outstanding. They love it. We one, should be doing more of it. I think every every club it should be mandatory for them to take one game to a regional area, one yeah. home game to a regional area every season. And you're talking about South going to Sunshine Coast this week. The Bulldogs are going to Bundaberg in Queensland. Bundaberg. Playing that's the right. Cowboys up there. That game's sold out already, and that's a massive event for people of central Queensland. Yeah, but imagine what, what it does to the country area when you bring, you know, the big, the big boys come to town mm. and all the, all the supporters, and all mm. of a sudden you're, you know, you're having a great, having a great weekend. I um, reckon a couple of them, they put the races on on the Saturday and yeah. play the footy on the Sunday. That's pretty good. Well, Mudgee's Combined done that both well. Two, yeah. I think the Charity Shield game that's yeah, always the country, the country championship, championship race yeah. Yeah, yeah. in February. Um, I want them. I want them to bring back. I've been talking about this for a while. The Coca Cola knockout. When I was a kid, <laughs> under fourteens, we used to play in the Coca Cola knockout. And what it was was the best teams that won grand finals from each region. So mm. if you won the Illawarra area, mm. the St George yeah. area, the Cronulla area, you played all the grand finalists played in a weekend. I reckon we should bring that back. Coca Cola. Amatel, get on board. Speaking, it was unreal. Speaking of knockout comps on uh, the the. TV screen in our studio here yesterday was that 1989 Panasonic Cup final between Illawarra and Brisbane. That's right. What a game that was. Illawarra 24 won. Tw- no, no, Brisbane no, just won. I thought, didn't Illawarra 24, win? 24 22 they one won. Year? They might have won one one year, but mm. that year, because they had Wally lifting the trophy up at the end of the game. But uh, yeah, Wishart and he all got, those boys from Illawarra. He would have got tired doing that, the king. <laughs> Lifting up trophies. 34 to 16 last night. The Roosters over the Brisbane Broncos. They led 18-0 after 15 minutes. We've had a few texts this morning of some very optimistic, uh, I don't know whether they're Roosters fans, but think they can still win the comp. Seriously? Still win? Yeah, we've had no. three or four texts, I reckon, saying at the value, well, just check what price they are to win the premiership. Thirteen dollars, Jared, something like that. Hey, we, Sounds about right. We've got to give we've got to give Trent Robinson a, a big rap, mate. They were they were down and out, weren't they? Mm. Yeah, they're still at a tough draw block to finish the year, so I don't think they're you know, completely locked in to make the finals. But um, they can be very dangerous if they do make the top eight. But mm. I, I'm still a big believer in you've got to make the top four to win the comp. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, here's one, Maitland Jack. Morning, boys. Roosters still thirteen to one to win the comp. Well, I can see on tab now they're ten dollars. And after last night's performance, I'm getting on that. If their forwards bring that level of intensity every week, they're going to be extremely difficult to beat. Tough forwards, creative halves, big bodies on the wings and class at the back. I can't see any weaknesses, says Maitland Jack. They've got Siwa Takiaho and someone else. Lindsay Collins. Lindsay Collins. Lindsay Collins. Yeah. Lindsay Collins. Is he one more head knock away from being out of the game for a long time? He's had a few. Mm. Lindsay. Well... It's the great. It's a million dollar question, isn't yeah. it? Well, you, you, you know, the the more head knocks. I think I spoke about this last week. The more head knocks you get, it, be, it becomes a tap. Yeah, and he's had two very heavy ones as well, blocks. So yeah. I'd be surprised if we see him playing. Well, I, 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 you can't put a time frame on it, but I'd be very surprised if we see him playing in the next couple of weeks. Give us a call thirteen fifty three fifty three, and we've got some callers there. But just wanted to ask you quickly about the Dragons being your neck of the woods, your team, Adam. Oh, Jerry. Uh, if you are a believer, by the way, $12 to make the top eight. They're only one win out. $12 is being offered for them to make the eight. They play, of course, against Cronulla, local derby, Shark Park, Saturday night. And I see that Talatau Moan has extended for another year till the end of 2024. 
Yeah, they're only one win outside the top eight, Jared, but their four and against is so horrible. It's essentially two wins outside the top eight because they're not going to turn around that Good difference point. with the four and against. So uh, I can't see them make the finals as much as I'd love to see them make the finals. I think they've probably lost a couple of really crucial games throughout this year. One was the, the Gold Coast game during Magic Round in Golden Point block. They never mm. should have lost oh. that game. Uh, I thought they had a big chance to beat Brisbane during the origin period when Brisbane had a stack of players out. And the Dragons were missing Ben Hunt, but they, they botched that one. So I find it really hard to see them making the top eight. Just on Jaden Sullivan... Yeah, it's an interesting point, isn't it? I, they obviously want to re-sign Ben Hunt. I don't think there's any way that Jaden Sullivan's going to stay at the Dragons, even though he's got a contract through to the end of 2025 if, if they do re-sign, re-sign Ben Hunt, given that uh, Junior Ramon's going to stay there to the end of 2024. So three into two just won't go there at the moment. But I think they've got a bigger problem at hooker block. They need to find mm. a, another hooker. But you're a thinking man. Mm. With, the, uh, with the new team coming into the competition next year, right? that dilutes the, the competition even more. How are the bottom sides if we don't bring a draft in, mm. ever going to compete again? It could be, mate, I'm telling you, it could be 10, 15 years bef- before we see those sides in the bottom because when when they come into the competition now, the Dolphins, that's that dilutes the, the comp or your ability to go out and buy players by 30. Mm. Might, it might even be by 40 players. So how do, you, how do you ever... Look, the easy thing is knowing what to do and getting out there and trying to buy the players that you need. Yes. The hard part, there's, there's none available. Mm. How are you going to get them? I, I don't care what anyone says. I'm worried about the Dolphins. I'm, like, I'm really oh, worried yeah. about the Dolphins because you look at that roster and you just think, like, how is this team going to win more than four or five games next mm. year? And I'm not, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but just purely the way they're shaping up, even allowing for the magic of Wayne Benton and everything like that, mm. if they can't sign a couple of really big names in the next couple of months. But do you reckon he signed a couple of names and told them to no, shut up? Don't, don't, if no, you If no, you come out and say block. anything, you don't. Mm. I don't think he signed anyone. As, as a proper marquee name that they're, they're keeping up their sleeve. And the NRL needs that franchise to be successful to start off with because you know what everything's like. Fans, want, they want to be part of a winner. Yep. If the Dolphins start well and they're competitive and they're around the top eight for the mm. first two or three years, naturally people will follow them. But the way it stands at the moment, they're going to be in the bottom four, I'd imagine, probably for the first two or three years. Now, and you're right. People follow winners. They, they, they'll want the team to win. Mm. Now, just quickly, we've got the Sticky Wings Multi, Tab App, Tab Website. Click on Sport in today's offers, and uh, it's a combined block bet slash Pengilly multi this morning. So, Adam, you got the racing legs. Yeah, Randwick Race 5, number 2, Equation to finish top 4, Jared, And the second leg for the racing is Randwick Race 6, number 1, Mautai, just to run a place. Blocker. And the Canberra Raiders to beat the Panthers at home. That three-legger, nine bucks. Nine bucks for the multi this morning. G'day, Mick. Morning to you. G'day, guys. Um, block, I had to laugh, mate, when you said that's car park material with um, when I take, <laughs> take your glass. Because um, uh, I, I married a duchy um, and we went back to meet her parents and um, back in a little hometown there. And she's gone to the bathroom and I've ordered a Heineken. He's brought it back to the table. And I, I swear, the, the head on this beer was about four or five centimetres tall. And um, he's put it down, he's walked away, and I've looked over at the missus and I said, is he taking the piss? <laughs> and That's she right. said, she said, what, what, what'd you order? I said, no, I ordered it. I said, look at the hell on it. She said, oh, that's normal for here. That's how, that's how all beers come. Yeah. I said, he would wear that and the glass if he dished that up in Oz. Oh, yeah, you would. You'd be out in the car park, yeah, wouldn't you? You'd be like you, getting mate? ripped off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, thanks, guys. Love the show. Even if you only got it. one swallow left in the beer <laughs> and they come and collect it, yeah, like, that is that is... Fighting material. <laughs> He's right though, Mick. In Europe, they they do put, especially the jars, the big jars. The you know the the head on it's like 
three inches, two, yeah. three inches. You know, like, where's the beer? They're ripping you off, mate. Yeah. It's an outrage. Good on you, Mick. Uh, James, morning. Hey, John, uh, Blocker, you mentioned Bunny Rowley, the axe. The axe. Wow, yeah, what a who, player. Who else was called the axe? You spoke to him last week. Trevor Gilmeister. Trevor Gilmeister. I was out at the Cronulla Manly Grand Final. Yeah. I was out at the East Manly Grand Final, maybe 73, 74. Yeah. And one of the great sides, when Artie done a run, you'd find Ferry wasn't far behind him. Oh, yeah. They, they knew how Arthur played, didn't they? <laughs> Special Russell did. I'll give you two names, um, Brian Lockwood and um, Gary Schofield. Mate, brilliant. They, yeah, they both, they both played at the Tigers. Absolutely, it was uh, Brian. He, he was always looking for that unload. Yeah, remember he used to have the double double pump and then flick the ball back into Neil Bing Pringle. Yeah, yeah, I loved that Pringle. I put a photo of him up uh, on uh, uh, the Bears uh, Facebook group. Yeah, I remember. I remember he he was the first bloke to bring out the uh, well wear the Adidas, but the, his his boots were orange with black stripes. And he used to say to Wayne Pierce when he was teaching him, say, "Mate, when you do a cover tackle in front of the Laction Robinson stand." Dive and then roll over so they can see your, your number <laughs> making the cover tackle. He was a great player, Neil Pringle. Oh, it's, it's sure I did. I think maybe Ronnie Coote kept him out of playing rep. Yeah, sound right. Yep. And you know you're talking about you're talking about Bunny Riley and all those guys and Trevor Gilmeister being called the axe. Yeah. Kerrod Wallers used to call himself the Tomahawk. He's <laughs> <laughs> only half an axe. Are you going back? He's a clever. One of the, the best sights you see was uh, Steve Mortimer bringing down uh, Eric Grove. Oh, he was brilliant at it, wasn't he? Turvy, those when cover tackles. the halfback was second line of defence. Yeah. Do you remember Stumpy Stevens? I was talking about Stumpy this morning. A lot of yeah, the blokes here never heard of him. he played for Eastern Suburbs. He played with Parramatta and East? Yeah. He's a hard man, Stumpy. He played in that 75 grand final too with the Roosters, yeah. I must have been for that one too as well, you know. I give you my opinion of who might surprise you as a really good front on uh, defender was uh, E.T. Oh, yeah, great defender. Yeah, yeah and he just does, um, gave him the bear hug. <laughs> yeah, no, he was a good defender. Mate, um, yeah, mate, those guys in the centre use their pace to get up on you and sort of nullify any sort of movement. He was a great defender. Mm. E.T. We used to, I know this is bad, but. This is bad. He was so good looking, so handsome <laughs> that at the Tigers, I won't tell who would we'd put a bounty on his head and try and put some stitches <laughs> in his head. <laughs> but no one ever got him. He was too quick. No, well, no, that, that's the way it was. Yeah, of course. Well, how many guys put their hand up when you put the bounty? Oh, the in? whole Everyone. team, mate. Even, even the rubbers. <laughs> you imagine? Even the, even the strappers put their hand up. To do it. Yeah. <laughs> He's a good bloke, ET. Good on you, James. Thanks for the call, mate. <laughs> Appreciate it. And that conversation, by the way, with Bunny Riley, we were talking about Victor Bradley and his performance last yes. night with a couple of those. Well, particularly that hit on Corey Oates. I think he loves that head clash. A bit of blood in that Oh, too, but Victor. wasn't it? It was like vicious. blood was coming out of him. But uh, then he came back on and within minutes ironed out Corey Oates. And, uh, yeah, I, I, as soon as he did that, I was just like, gee, where was this bloke in Origin 3? Where was he? Uh, yeah. Lachlan, morning to you. Morning, gents. Happy Friday. You too, mate. What have you got for us? Yeah, talking about the Roosters, you're spot on there, Mitter, about missing missing Radley in uh, the Blues team. It was missing that flair in defence. But the Roosters, they've, they've turned the corner. Um, if it's not their forwards, it's their, their, their top three outside backs, Tedesco, Manu, and, and how damaging is Joseph Suwali? He's yeah. good, oh. Suwali. I'll tell you what I'm loving him, coming off the, coming off the wing and... And blindsiding blokes and hitting them. Oh, 
He did one to kick out a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Remember that? In that hit last night. How about that hit last night? And then he got penalised because I can't remember who had the ball, but it was a, they were holding his arm in the tackle. And uh, then, you know, he got penalised, which was a bit bit stiff, I thought. But, you know, he he, he has a crack. Remember how old is this bloke? 19. He just turned 19, 19 last yeah. week. Can you, can you believe how tough he is for yeah. a kid, a teenager still, playing in NRL? He's good. Um, he could be anything, couldn't he? Yeah. I've been saying it. For the last few weeks, I reckon Mel will take him on the Kangaroos. Yep, yeah. Are we saying. calling it the Kangaroos or what are we calling it now? Yeah, the Kangaroos. Well, the World Cup, yeah, we still yeah. call it Kangaroos. Yeah. Lachlan, do you believe, and we've had a few people saying that the Roosters can still win the comp, is that a bit far-fetched or are you a believer? No, I, 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 uh, I don't support the Roosters, but, but they are up there. Defence wins premierships and you can't run at the forwards because you've got Bradley, Waria Hargrave, they're all going to smack you and you start to go on the edge, and you got Suwali coming in and on you out as well. Where do you? How do you get through it? <laughs> mm. they're, they're a top top team for sure. Yeah, you got some stars in their side, haven't they? Yep. Definitely. Yeah, and a, and a lot of boys to come back. So priming at the right time, and yeah, I think uh, they'll be right up there with you know a bit of a shake up to the the top teams with injuries and suspensions. You talk about that cohesion and, and roosters are firing on all cylinders. They are. They're in the 10 bucks to win it. Thanks, Lachlan. Appreciate the call, mate. Have a good weekend. Now, on the text line here, I'm reliably told from our uh, team of producers that this uh, particular listener who texts in is a pretty good judge. So, hi, guys. Henry here. Couple of morals for the weekend. So, you buy yourself a nice dinner and replace that can of tuna with a big rump steak. Randwick Race 7, Lord Ardmore has way to form. Enough said. And that was Brad Davison's best. One of his best, wasn't it, Adam? I'm sure it was Lord yeah. Ardmore. Yes, it was. It was his best bet. So, Ramwick Race 7, Lord Ardmore. And goes on to say, Race 8, number 3, Forbidden Love in the Missile Stakes. Goes well fresh and likes the sting out. So, Henry with his uh, mail for tomorrow. Do you have a best bet for tomorrow? Uh, Mautoy. Yeah, I think Mautoy's oh, best Mautoy, bet of course. Yep. Race 6, number one. Yep. You've got to stick with the multi, that's for sure. Uh, by the way, yesterday as well, fellas, Lee Hadjapantelis, Justin Pascoe met with Peter Volandis and oh, Andrew Jared, Jared, Jared. About the end of the Cowboys match. And they said, well, Hadjapantelis said afterwards, all options are on the table, and that includes legal challenge. Uh, they'll now take it back to the board. Code, code four, this will be the end of it, I think. Hey, come on, get over it. Oh, no, I, mean, I think they did the right thing, Block. By... But what difference does it make, honestly? Well, exactly. Exactly. I think they did the right thing by making a song and dance about it and showing they were going to try and fight it. But this this whole talk of legal action and everything like that, please, let's just put that to the side and just get mm. on As with I it said, now. give the money to the juniors. Don't worry about going to court. Mm. Help mm. some of the young kids out. Uh, by the way, with the caller before about the, the head on the beer, um, Dave from Newey says, I worked in bars in London and the glass had a line on it and that was all you got. So, But didn't you, they mainly sell pints in... Look, it's schooners and middies here. Yeah. Is it pints in, yeah, the, pints in the Yeah, pints in the UK. In the UK yeah. And it's warm beer as well, isn't it? Nah. It's you a bit can, warm, They, they do have an option, a lot of places, I think. Yeah. But if it's that it's cold over there, you don't mind warm beer. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't bring it here. Uh, morning Boys Adam, can alligator blood be sold? And if so, would he then be able to race here? It would be a shame to lose such a good bums-on-seat size on our product horse, says Bo in Albury. Uh, good question, Bo. I'm not sure yet. I know that Alan Andrews' horses that he has a minority share on can still race in Victoria. So I'd imagine if he did sell Alligator Blood or transferred the majority interest to someone else, it might be able to keep racing in, in Victoria. I'm not sure about New South Wales. So 
just whether the owner wants to do it or not. Uh, morning, boys. Great work off the bench today, Adam and Blocker. All this crap with the Tigers still going on about the Cowboys' loss is a joke. Yes, they copped a terrible decision, but hey, that's footy play on. I remember Penrith got robbed about two, three years ago against the Sharks or Dragons when they scored in the corner on the siren, yet the ball was put outside the sideline and still awarded. You win some, you lose some. I hope your multi-fails blocker. Panthers all the way. Oh, it's not very nice. That was in the nines, wasn't it, Jared? that game? That was in the nines in Perth. I'm sure it was because they didn't have a video referee. Oh, okay. Cody Ramsey. Cody Ramsey put the ball in row one. They gave it a try. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Yeah, that was was bad. Yeah, that was bad. (laughs) Dave Stanley, and morning to you, mate. How was the airport last night? Oh, middle morning, morning, gents. Um, Come on, take us through. Let me get the violin out. We didn't. Well, there's no violin, but we didn't back a winner um, in regards to, to getting home. We. We sort of we had to race to the airport. We obviously wanted to stay uh, at Coffs, but Luke had to call Canberra. And as we've got to the airport and we've gone through security, Canberra was called off. And we're thinking, ah, oh, geez, you know, it would have been good to stay. And then next minute, uh, we we were meant to take off at what four thirty, and we didn't take off till nine pm. And uh, we thought about going back into town to sort of have dinner, but then we couldn't get a cab because obviously it was a half day holiday in Coffs, and they got a huge crowd there yesterday. So um, it was a bit of a disaster, but look, we had a few beers. We um, had a few bets on the dogs and the trots and <laughs> made uh, made the most of it. But yeah, it was a long time to wait. Boy, oh boy. Stanley, one question we've been asking all our listeners this morning. Potato mm. cakes or potato scallops? Scallops. Scallops with heaps of chicken salt. Because the Victorians, like Ali Mosley, she's a potato cake person. No. The Victorians and the Tasmanians, apparently. They call well, the... I want to know why they like. I'm not bagging Victorians, but do you know oh, down there they don't call them jats? Well, jats crackers. The crackers. What do they call? No. So I've gone to Woolies, and the bloke was looking at me like he'd just seen a ghost. I'm saying, mate, have you got any jats in Cabana? Because I had to go and you know sort some stuff out when I was down there for a mate's party. He said, no, 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 we don't. What, what are you talking about? I had to get a photo out of my phone. They call them Savoys. Hang on, hang on, hang so... on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> You're <Yeah>. taking. <laughs> Jack's crackers to your mate's party, mate. I I, wanted, I felt like the old. I felt like the Cabana block. I felt like the the Cabana, the Jats. You know the old pickled onions. Well, the, pickled I love onions pickled onions. Jar. Yeah. What about the vegan cheese? Then, yeah, and oh, look, don't get me wrong. Getting all these fancy cheese platters is good, but just mm. the old cracker barrel with the Cabana and the Jats. Mm. I think it's 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 been lost in translation. Mm. It's too fancy. These what about days. the Frankenfurter? What do they call them now? You know, mate, Cabanossi. Well, well, I call Is that what it is? Well, yeah. Do you call, yeah. Dave, what do you call it again? Cabana. I call it Cabana. Yeah. Oh, I thought Cabana. you were sitting under one. No, I hadn't heard of that either. <laughs> yeah, that's, I call it Cabana. And do you call them Cheerios or do you call them Little Frankfurts or whatever? Well, Frankfurts. Just Frankfurts. Frankfurts. Mm. So where do Cheerios. I... It's just... Yeah, Cheerios. Okay. Cheerios. Little, the little, well, little, Cheerios. little boys. Yeah. Yeah. So, the Cheerios. Anyway. But, um, yeah... It uh, it was a tough day yesterday. Did anyone back a winner? Did we back that uh, thing in race three? Boys? Oh, the well, yes, you did send us that tip. What was it called? Oh, it was Olakwatu. Yeah, Olakwatu. Yes. And I think the whole town was did. on because it was a huge roar there yesterday. Well, at least he turned race up. Race three, number four. <laughs> Very good. So, <laughs> so uh, we got the chocolates there. And we went on the punters panel today. Uh, Luke Marlowe is joining us, Mick Gannon, Dean Watling. And we've also got Glenn Munsey. So we're going to be looking at this missile stakes meeting for tomorrow, of course. Uh, i tell you what, no rain overnight at Ramwick and that northerly wind. So Munns has been on the phone this morning uh, to uh, 
Mike Wood. And they're expecting a, an improvement in this track today. So don't be surprised if tomorrow we're maybe possibly on that soft five, mm. which will be um, outstanding. So yeah, it's just having bring it on, Mido. The track rating soft six at the moment. And in the last 24 hours, just 1.1 mil of rain, courtesy of the great Brett Devine there at the ATC. And by the way, scone off today, Dave, as well. Yeah, we've lost Scone and we've lost Canberra. So after Racing HQ this morning, we will have two previews because we obviously still want to have a punt in the We've got uh, Paul Joyce joining us to look at Ballarat. And I know a lot of people love following Mark Hunter uh, when it comes to Victorian racing. So we've got Ballarat the Savo and we're going to have a preview of Mark's full set for the eight races there. So just because we've lost those two meetings doesn't mean we can't settle in and try and find a winner. Um, but, yeah, unfortunately, we've lost those two other meetings. And we'll wait to see what happens with that SCOME meeting, whether those races are rescheduled, et cetera, Mido. Can I just say a massive thank you to my two co-hosts this morning. The Is that it? Block bet. Is that yeah, it? That's it, mate. We're, we're done. <laughs> You're done. OT. 901. Now, it's, now, I go for lunch now. <laughs> that goes for about seven hours. You're welcome to join. I like it. Where are you going? Uh, Davin decided yet. Adam, thanks so much, Thanks, mate. Jared. Thanks, Block. It's a Block. long trip for you on a, on a no, Friday No problems morning. at all. It's so all I good. really appreciate it. And to all our listeners, have a fantastic weekend. Dave, you have a fantastic weekend too, mate. Mate, I will. And you boys, we'll look forward to you on Monday morning, 5.30, back the Big Sports Breakfast.